Welcome to Unstoppable Faith, Dr. Kazumba Charles here. Thank you so very much. I hope you are enjoying this uh, Christmas season, uh, preparing to get into 2022 uh, with hope and uh, strength. Uh, talking of hope and strength, I have on this program today, we're going to do something totally different. We're not going to preach to you, no testimony, but a powerful, powerful story of the latest uh, movie that has just come out, American Underdog. We're going to be talking about this movie so that you get a glimpse of uh, hope and strength. Stay tuned and I'll be right back with my guest, Andrew Elwin. He's going to be sharing on uh, the latest release of the movie uh, American Underdog. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Welcome to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba. Hey, Andrew, welcome to Unstoppable Faith. Dr. Charles, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, my friend. It is, uh, it is a blessing. Uh, uh, you know, my kids have enjoyed the movies that you've been, uh, you know, you've directed, especially I can only imagine uh, those were movies that enlightened my household. And here you, you've come up on a, with another masterpiece. Tell me about it. Well, I, you're too kind, my friend. You know, American Underdog is the true story of uh, Hall of Fame NFL quarterback, uh, Kurt Warner. And uh, a lot of people know his story from the outside that this was a guy that had been out of football for five years, working at the grocery store, uh, the supermarket, uh, you know, living on food stamps uh, as, you know, the father to, you know, his, his wife, uh, uh, Brenda, when uh, he married her, uh, she was a single mom, had two kids, one of which was blind uh, and special needs. And he married her and, you know, is there struggling to stay together as a family. And then he ended up making it uh, back into the NFL, um, and uh, ended up going all the way to the Super Bowl and becoming the MVP of the Super Bowl in the year that he was the lowest paid player. So it's an incredible underdog story of faith, uh, of family, and, and what really, really matters in, in life. It's a hopeful story and excited to, to tell it. I'm, a, I'm excited to see that movie. I'm going to see it with my kids. I'm, I'm holding on. I'm holding That's on. Awesome. I'm going to see it with my kids now. You know, these are rapidly changing times we are in, you know, very difficult seasons. Uh, uh, how is American Underdog uh, relevant to today's audience? I think what's relevant about it uh, is it, it's a story of hope. And I think right now people need hope like they need air. You know, it's just people are feeling really discouraged and, and really wanting something to believe in again. And, uh, and, you know, everybody has felt like an underdog or kind of uh, you know, had their own struggle over the past two years. And so to see somebody, the, the little guy, win, uh, I think is something to remember that God uses even your worst struggle for something beautiful. And I think it's a story that plays right now. Even your worst struggle for something beautiful. I love, I think everybody, uh, uh, Andrew, everybody like, likes the underdog. Yeah. We, we all love the underdog now. Talking yeah. of that, why did you um, bring Kurt and Brenda Warner's story uh, to the screen or in American Underdog? You know, with this one, I think you're right. Everybody does love an underdog story. 
And uh, John and I started our careers before we um, before we started making movies. Uh, we started our careers as cameramen for sports. And I remember being uh, on the sidelines uh, of the second Super Bowl that Kurt played in, and I just watched this amazing uh, interaction that he had with his wife, Brenda, in the stands. And I just was like, I want to know the story behind those two. And so, you know, back then, everybody was talking about this needs to be a movie. Um, uh, but I just would have never guessed that 20 years later, God would have brought it back around to us. And not only had the story not been told, but Kurt and Brenda wanted us to tell it. And that was a tremendous honor. And it's a story I really believe in. And so it moved us, uh, moved our soul. And we read, we, we, we really resonate with an underdog story. We love those kind of stories. Uh, and so when, when it was available, we're like, let's do this. And we got a chance to make something that we're really, really proud of. Oh, really beautiful. Now, as we're doing this interview here, we are in 161 countries, um, mm -hmm. African countries as well, on a right. certain, uh, you know, two different uh, secular television networks. So my question is this, these are the countries, football to them is soccer. Yeah. But I want to ask you this question. Uh, in what ways is American underdog about more than football? Yes. You know, I think that uh, the movie uh, that interested us was the struggle off off the field. And so, you know, I think whether you're a fan of American football or not, uh, I think you're going to really be a, a fan of seeing this uh, person fight for their dreams. And I think uh, the idea of being a dreamer is something that's universal. It's something that anyone on the planet can relate to. Everybody has their dreams of one day uh, doing something beyond anything they've ever experienced and something that God plants in their heart. And this is a, you know, this story is a love letter to dreamers. And I think, you know, his played out, you know, uh, at the Super Bowl, but a lot of other people that may play out in a, a football game like soccer or it might play out, you know, uh, as a singer on a stage or, or writing a book or, in my case, making a movie. Uh, but that idea of fighting for your dreams and believing that God planted something in your heart that's bigger than you, that is what's going to connect. And you're going to love this story regardless of the sports. Oh, that, I, I just love that. Now, uh, relationships. Let's go to relationships. Why did you include uh, uh, Brenda and Kurt's relationship in the movie? You know, the reason why we included the relationship aspect was because Kurt Warner had the physical skills of a champion. He had the arm of a champion. He had the drive and ambition. But what he lacked was the heart of a champion. And it wasn't until he, he met Brenda and saw this single mom who was a former Marine that uh, fought for her family and fought for her kids and really had a, a, an incredible faith in God. It wasn't until he met her that she gave him the heart of a champion. He saw that and said, I want what you've got. And that was what prepared him for battle. That was what prepared him for the field. And that's what ultimately made him a winner. So without Kurt, without Brenda and Kurt's story, there is no underdog. There is no American underdog. There is no Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, you know, Kurt Warner. Uh, uh, nobody knows about this story, and we're not making a movie of it if it hadn't been for Brenda. So it was really the two of them as a team fighting for this dream and fighting for their family that made the difference. And I think that's what's going to be relatable. The, the exciting thing about it was when we did our test audiences, you know, the, the, they pulled the audience and they said, you know, how many people think that this is a great sports movie? And about 50% of the audience raised their hands. 
And they said, how many people think this is a great love story? And the other 50% raised their hands. So there's something for everyone in this one. Wow, I, I love that. Now, what made uh, Zachary, we, we see Zachary plays uh, uh, Kurt in, the, in, in, in yep. the movie there. What made him the perfect fit for that role? Well, Zachary Levi is, um, you know, he looks just like uh, Kurt Warner did in, in, back in the day. Like they, they look so much alike. But Zachary uh, and I had been friends for a long time or, you know, acquainted. Uh, we were part of a young group of people in Hollywood when we were getting our start that were Christians behind the scenes that were trying to kind of get our start in the industry. And, and obviously, Zach was a lot farther along than I was. He was on a TV show called Chuck. Um, but a group of us Christians used to meet at his house just to encourage each other. And uh, I was, you know, nobody back then. I had not done a film yet. I actually had just finished my first movie. And uh, but I just uh, I really we, we kind of connected there. And years later, he had a big resurgence to his career with this movie called Shazam. It's a superhero movie. And uh, and I had had a big breakout with I Can Only Imagine. And we reconnected. So when we were talking about doing this movie, we were talking on the phone one day. And he said, what's this Kurt Warner movie I keep hearing about that people say I'm perfect for? And I just said, Zach, I wasn't going to talk to you about it because I know you're really busy. And he said, no, let me see the script, see what I think. And I sent him the script. And he texted me back late that night and said, I'm, I love this movie. Let's make it. And um, once he jumped on board, uh, it, it, it just fueled that it's a really big movie and Lionsgate fully got behind it. Wow. Now, you know, characters, you, you a movie producer, characters are very important to, you right. know, to portray that message. The same goes to uh, Anna Paquin. Why was she the yeah. best fit or the perfect fit to play Brenda uh, Warner? So Anna is an amazing actress. You know, she's been acting since she was a child. She's the youngest Oscar winner in the history of the Academy Awards. She won uh, an Oscar for her first film, The Piano, when she was nine years old. Um, but the thing that I like the most about Anna is she, she, she's not uh, a person of faith. She, did, she said when she signed on to play the role, she said, I, I really never uh, known much about faith. Uh, it's not really my worldview. And she said, uh, I've always played a lot edgier material, but I love this story and I can't quit thinking about it. Is that a problem for me playing a Christian? And I said, absolutely not, Anna, as long as we, we can agree on really honoring and trying to understand how important Brenda's faith is to her. And she said, that's exactly what I want to do. So the thing I like a lot of times with working like with an actor like that is they have to chew on the material and really try to seek to understand what they're playing. Yes. And so she did all of her homework and she read every one of Brenda's books, watched every one of her women of faith speeches and came back and said, now I understand that Brenda is born again. What does being born again mean? When did that happen to her? Uh, I see that it's more of a relationship than a religion. How does that look? And it was just so fresh for her because it was something completely new. And I think she did her homework and I think really, portrayed a really textured version of a Christian that I, I think only she could do. So she was, I mean, and so I told her, Anna, if you'll do that homework, who wouldn't want to work with an Oscar winner? That's great. So it was an awesome opportunity. Oh, praise God. I, I, I just like, I'm, I'm down to three questions I prepared for yep. you here. Uh, uh, how will this movie, American Underdog, appeal to people regardless of their faith and uh, background or cultural background? 
You know, Dr. Charles, that's something that's really important to us because I think we try to make stories that are universally relatable, that are entertaining, that are worth watching regardless of what you believe. Uh, and I think this story, because it is a story of hope uh, and it is a story to dreamers and it is a story of family, it's something that you can really enjoy and appreciate regardless of what your beliefs are. But I think the thing that it leaves you with is pointing to the idea that that God does have a beautiful plan for your life and there is hope in your hardest struggle. And so I think it leaves it as an invitation to see a positive aspect of a Christian rather than it being an exclusive, you know, an exclusion of anyone. And so I think regardless, it's a great sports movie and it's a great love story. And it's something you can enjoy with the whole family. So I'm excited to see an audience engage with that Christmas day. It's, it's an amazing opportunity for a story like this. It's a testament to the other movies that you've done. Like I said, uh, uh, you know, I can only imagine one of the most uh, powerful, powerful story. Doesn't matter where, which culture you come from, you enjoy the story, you enjoy right. the, you know, the, the, the whole movie. It's the same with this one now. Two more last question here, and then I'll let you go. I know you are a busy man, and I'm so thankful you would come on Unstoppable Faith. Here's my question here. What do you hope people are going to take away from this movie, American Underdog? I, you know, the thing I hope people take away from it is just remembering what really matters. You know, Kurt says uh, in a pivotal scene in the movie, when he finally gets his big opportunity of, you know, I know who I am now. And I think there's this idea of identity of a lot of times we chase greatness because we feel like that's going to be what satisfies. But sometimes true greatness lies in who you are and who you love. And so uh, I think that, you know, that idea that to go to a movie with your whole family and to walk out holding them a little closer, saying this is what really matters. And no matter what stage, big or small, you're ever given, that what defines you is not your success. What defines you is who you are. And I think this movie speaks to that. And I can't wait to see audiences going as families and seeing this together. I just love that. Last question, my brother. You mentioned uh, right from the beginning here how you started small. And uh, usually starting has got so many challenges. Or even just producing this movies, obviously, you had some other challenges along the way. I want to ask you this uh, personal question. What makes your faith unstoppable and your faith in God and also your faith in the abilities that God has given you? Yeah, I, the, the, the exciting thing is, is, you know, that, you know, the, the, in the struggle, it's just a matter of, you know, holding on to the fact that, um, uh, that God has a, an amazing plan. And there's been there's moments where, you know, you feel like I'm about to give up. I can't take any more. And it's in those moments that you don't realize that the breakthrough is just on the other side of that. And there's been several moments where I just like, this is where I think it all ends. And I don't think that we're going to be able to go any farther. And then all of a sudden to see God open up a door or a window that you didn't think was going to be there. And for us, that case was, was, was with, I can only imagine, you know, just not thinking that it was going to work. And then all of a sudden God just making that a, you know, a global phenomenon. It wasn't something we ever expected. And so I think everybody can relate to that struggle right now because of the past two years. And I would just encourage you to keep going and to realize that the breakthrough might be right on the other side of that struggle. Keep going. The breakthrough may be just on the right side of uh, the, another, you know, the, the struggle you're going. There is always a door for God. Uh, my brother, my friend, 
great to have you on Unstoppable Faith and thank you for your gracious time to just come and uh, hang out with us on this program. Thank you, Dr. Charles. Appreciate what you do, brother. We look forward to more movies from you. Thank you. Appreciate that. And to our viewers, we're going to go to some of the clips from uh, the movie. I want you to enjoy this movie. Gather your family, gather your friends, uh, uh, watch this movie, and uh, let God inspire you. Destiny belongs to the underdogs. You want to prove that? Football. Tell me about that. As long as I have a ball in my hands, I feel alive. Kind of like how I feel right now. I'm staying here. I got work to do. Work? The NFL's not going to draft some dude from the 1AA school in Iowa. There were other offers. I called every team in the NFL. No one's interested. Can I get one of your applications? I promised that I would take care of you and the kids. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. This is your dream? Don't give up on it. Football. Yeah, they didn't pick me. I pick you. I pick you too. Kurt Warner! You got the whole package, kid. The world just needs more time to see it. He came up with this whole arena concept. Arena football. It's like a circus. People love the circus. I like the circus. Woo! You pay me for a touchdown? I also pay you to win. Oh, this is going to be fun. Hey, Kurt. We've been trying to reach you. I'm sorry, who are you? I'm with the Rams. This guy's old. Slow as molasses. He's beneath the standards of this franchise. That's what people said about me when I came here. All those years gave us something others didn't have. Made you ready for this moment. Third corner out of the arena league. It's one of those stories. It's too good for the movies. It's perfect. This guy here, he was bagging groceries five years ago. Go out there and you show the world what I've known all along. You were born for this. This is my time. I know who I am and I know why I'm here. Tell you what. We're a team worth $800 million. Should put you in the driver's seat. You're too old to be a rookie, so why in the world would I give you this shot? All my life, I've defined myself through sports. I've always come up empty. Coach, I can win for you. You need to start thinking about life after football, son. I was meant for something more. Green went down hard not getting up. I wasn't ready for it. But I am now. You were born for this. Something special about you, son. Destiny. Wants of the underdogs. You want to prove that? Thank you so very much for watching Unstoppable Faith. I hope you've been blessed. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. 
I want to wish you a happy new year as we begin 2022. I just pray the blessings of God upon you. I want to take some time to say thank you for watching Unstoppable Faith. Thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel. Help us grow. Help us, uh, you know, send the message to many people around the world. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at kazumbacharles.com and share your testimony.